Hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 598. And today, we are going to take a break from an Ask Scott session because today, if you're listening to this on the day that it airs, it's Black Friday. And so I wanted to create a special fourth quarter kickoff episode, how to get more sales, uh, because right now, I've always seen that Black Friday is the official kickoff of fourth quarter sales as far as really seeing a huge increase uh, because it just kind of gets people ready. I mean, everyone is kind of geared and and really taught through the years that Black Friday is like the deals of the, you know, of the year. And, and that's the day or it's also Cyber Monday, but Black Friday is the first one officially. Now, I will say this year in the new brand, we've seen already an uptick in sales. Now, there's probably some other reasons for that. We have some other assets that we've built. We have some other connections that we've built within our, our market, which I'll, I'll explain here through this session. But what I really wanted to do here is break down what we're doing, but then also what you can be doing. And also to remind you that if you're just starting or if you're maybe only six months into building your brand, well, things are going to take time. Like some of these assets that we've built weren't there when we initially launched this brand. All right. But by consistent action, right? Like going out there and making these connections and building the email list and communicating with our audience and all of that stuff, it's just really grown and it's continuing to grow. And the cool thing is, is now we have some other revenue streams coming into the business that don't rely on Amazon, which I'll, I'll talk about that here in a minute. And that's why you know, I've been preaching about building content, building the email list, building the Facebook audience, like all of that stuff I've been talking about, and it's really starting to pay off right now. The time that it's really going to pay off is if we exit this brand, because now we have a really strong diversification with products, but then also within, you know, revenue streams, like other revenue streams outside of just one platform. So uh, yeah, I'm excited to kind of dive in here and, and break down everything that we're doing, but then also to kind of help you along here and have you start thinking about these things as you're doing them. And also what you can do like right now, whether you started your business like three weeks ago, or if you've been, you know, maybe at this thing for a year or two, these, this could just be a few reminders for you as well to capitalize on this fourth quarter, uh, you know, and you know what, if you're listening to this thing in June or July, you can still use these principles. I mean, it, it really does come down to the basics, but really building out your assets is really what it comes down to because then it starts to really pay off. All right. Now, before I do jump into that, a couple things I want to cover. Number one, we've been working really hard on our TAS Breakthrough U community and also our training that is all inside of our TAS Breakthrough U monthly. All right, now, if you have not checked that out, I would encourage you to go over and check it out if you want to future-proof your business. And what I mean by that is we are not just talking about how to pick a product and then how to launch the product. We do that. We do it very well in there. We have Product Discovery Bootcamp. We have Private Label Classroom. That will do that. Those are all inside of there now, inside of TAS Breakthrough U. But what we're also doing is we're adding additional training where we are going to share with you and show how to go out there and really take over your market by delivering content, building a relationship, and then how to sell to people without being salesy and sleazy and how to do it in a cool ethical way. And also where you can show up in front of your market 
throughout the entire year, not just, you know, the 5% of the people that are looking for your stuff like right now, like how to get in front of that other 95%. That's what we're doing inside of TAS Breakthrough You. So what I would love for you to do is go over and check it out. If you're at all interested in this whole, I want to go out there and build a brand and not just an Amazon business, but like a real business. If you're interested and you need help in that area, then definitely go check out theamazingseller.com forward slash training. All right. Again, that's theamazingseller.com forward slash training. All right. And really affordable. We've made it affordable. So this way here, we can help more people. But also, it's a place where like-minded people are going to be able to get together and help each other through this process and through this journey, all right, of building a brand, a real business, all right? So definitely go check that out. Now, the other thing I wanted to kind of cover here before we jump in is there's, there's two big things that I get asked a lot, all right, when we are approaching fourth quarter, okay? Number one, Scott, should I launch products in fourth quarter or should I wait until first quarter? Well, my answer is always, No, do it now. Like, do not wait. If you have inventory, get it shipped in, get your listing built, get some pay-per-click started, and start. Like, there's no reason to wait. If anything, you have a better opportunity right now because you have more traffic there right now. So do not wait. That would be my recommendation. You can do whatever you want. That would be my recommendation. There's no reason to wait. The second question I get, and it's kind of along the same lines, is, hey, Scott, I don't have my product yet, but uh, I'm thinking about building my list, but I'm going to wait until I get my product before I build my list. And I always say, why wait? All right. Now, if I go back to when we started this new brand almost two years now, it's no, it's not quite. It's about 20 months. um, So it's not quite. But we started the list before we even had our product landed. All right. And we started building it with other people's products. So we took uh, about three or four different products that were definitely in line with our product to be like the product that was going to be here. And we started building a list in that market. That's what we did. And when we did that, we were ready to launch once we got that in, which I think we were about, gosh, probably about six weeks, maybe even eight weeks after we built our list. And from that, we did a promotion to that list. But here's the thing, okay? And I get a lot of people say, Scott, I built the list and I sent out a few emails and, you know, three people bought or whatever. Here's the difference of what we did, okay? We built the list before we had the product, not a week before, not three weeks before, like six weeks, eight weeks before. And in the meantime, we built the relationship. We, we gave out good content. We connected with the community. We built a little Facebook page that we can communicate with. We also did a group. You don't have to do both. You can do one or the other, but we did it in a way that we could go and start to add value to the marketplace, but then also show up as a resource. That's the big thing that's missing for a lot of people that are out there just building a list. We're not just building a list. We're building a list of people that are interested in our market so then we can communicate with those people on a regular basis and build a relationship and eventually they will want to buy. Like that is, that's it in a nutshell. I'm getting excited here. I don't know if you heard the bump on the uh, on the microphone. I just, my hands are going and, and I just hit the mic. So I apologize if... Uh, if I added a little clip there. All right. So yeah, you, you don't want to wait. Like there's no reason to wait. All right. I mean, go out there, figure out what your audience wants, attract them with the right thing. 
Okay, that's another big mistake that a lot of people make. They don't throw the right bait out there. They don't write, they, you know, they're trying to fish, you know, for a bass uh, fish, but they don't use something that's going to attract a bass. They, they do something or they use something that's going to attract uh, bottom feeding fish, which would be maybe uh, catfish or uh, something like that. And again, I know that there's going to be someone listening that's a, a really good fisherman and, and I'm totally, you know, butchering this. I apologize. I'm trying to make a point. Might not have done it that well there in that example, but you get what I'm saying. You got to put out the right stuff, all right, to attract the right people, all right? So that's enough on that. I don't want to go too, too deep into that. I want to kind of get into these, these different things that we're doing here so we can go out there and crush this fourth quarter and also any other time of the year that we have an influx of traffic, all right? So number one, I'm going to dive right in. Number one is we want to still use pay-per-click. I get this a lot too. Scott, I'm going to turn off pay-per-click during fourth quarter because it's more expensive and because I don't want to spend that extra money. I've already got traffic coming in. So I'm just going to, I'm going to back off. Here's the deal. You're going to lose sales by backing off. And here's the other thing that I get is, well, Scott, my, my cost went up. So my ACOS is off and I'm not making any money on those ads. And my my you know, answer is always, well, let's look at your overall organic sales and let's weigh that out, right? Don't just look at the ACOS. Let's look at, are you, are you producing more sales and could they be coming from you ranking for the keywords that you're bidding on? So that's another thing that's kind of hard for people to wrap their head around. Um, try to understand it, but again, it's up to you. I'm just kind of telling you what we're doing. We are not stopping pay-per-click. If anything, we're going to really double down on the keywords and the search term words that are actually converting. Like those ones you're definitely going to be dialing up, okay? Okay, number two, running contest right now. Like a lot of people say, well, Scott, I already built the list. I'm gonna back off and I'm just gonna kind of just nurture the list, which is great, and I'm going to wait on another contest. And so for us, we're like, no, right now, prime time, a lot of people online, a lot of people, you know, looking for products. Maybe I could throw some products out there and get people to raise their hand so I can identify the people that are in my market and build my list bigger. Because here's the thing. It's not necessarily that you're going to build a bigger list, but if we build a bigger list, we can then hone in on that list and really start to identify how much of that list is going to be my ideal customer or someone that could potentially buy or just interact with my content. So again, that's another thing that people get hung up on. They're like, well, I built this list of 20,000 and I'm only getting, you know, 5,000 people to open the email. That's fine. That's 5,000 people now. Think about that. It's a lot of people. Put that in a, in a room, right? That's a lot of people. All right. And then what you do is you kind of weed out the other ones then build another part of the list, like a new fresh part of the list, hone that down a little bit and add maybe 2,000 to the five, to the 5,000. Now you got 7,000. So yes, you're building the list bigger, but you're doing that to then hone in on the people that are actually, you know, raising their hand that are actually uh, going to be potentially interacting with your content or just, you know, maybe buying stuff in the future. So that's kind of what we do when we're looking at building a bigger list. It's not just to say, oh, look at, we got 80,000 people now. It's like, no, we got 80,000 so we could get more of the core people. 
you know, so hopefully, hopefully that makes sense. So running, uh, we're actually running two contests right now, side by side, one using a different offer that we think will attract our, our customer uh, or our potential customer in our market. And then we have another one that we're testing. So we're kind of doing those side by side and seeing what happens. All right. So again, do one at least, but right now is a great time to do that. And I think the last I checked with Chris, Chris Schaefer, that is, is I think right now we're getting emails for about 35 to 40 cents. That should come down a little bit, but we're happy with that. Like we're totally happy with that, but we've gotten them as low as 15 cents. Uh, but right now I believe it's like 35 or 40 cents. Fine. I'm cool with that. All right. So anyway, that's what we're doing there. Number three. All right. Plan out promotions. All right. We actually sat down, Chris and I and my partner, and we kind of talked through like, what do we want to run for Black Friday? And this was done before Black Friday, right? But even if you're sitting here right now and you're listening to this episode and it's Black Friday and you have an email list and you haven't emailed them, email them with something. Something is better than nothing, right? Like just something. It's another thing that I see a lot of people do is they build a list and then they don't email them. They email them like once a month. They forgot about you. Okay, remember, we are being bombarded with a lot of spam and a lot of just people just hammering us over the head. You'd be different with showing up with, you know, information and content and personality and like all of that stuff. And people will, they'll gravitate to you. Or if they don't, well, they're not your ideal customer or potential customer or person in your market. All right. So plan out your promotions. Really, really important that you do this ahead of time. So we're already planning out, we're mapping out the entire fourth quarter now. So, okay, Black Friday, this is what's going to happen. What happens after Black Friday, Cyber Monday? What happens after that? Do we stop? No, we don't stop. We've actually got a sequence that we're putting in place and it's uh, uh, 10 days to Christmas. All right. And this is actually, let me kind of go back to TAS Breakthrough U. We actually have uh, a, uh, a little program in there that's called Audience Accelerator, and it actually has all of our sequences or promotions that you can model. You can actually copy and paste if you want and then just model it to, to kind of fit your market and your brand and your products, um, but that's what we do. We follow that stuff. Yeah, we twist things and tweak things and you know, kind of make things adapt or we try new things, but it really does come down to planning the promotion so this way here, we can constantly be adding value to our audience. You know, and we're not just going to be sending them promotion, we're gonna send them a, maybe a promotion with some content or a content with some promotions. Like we weave that stuff in, and again, we go through that in Audience Accelerator and we break that down. And actually, we did a bonus training. By the time you're listening to this, it should be available. A bonus training where Chris and I showed up and we broke down these different promotions for the holidays. So again, if you want access to that bonus training and the things that I talked about here earlier uh, inside of TAS Breakthrough U, definitely check out theamazingseller.com forward slash training. All right, and we're gonna be going really deep early January into uh, into this audience and, and building the right audience and how to promote your products consistently uh, over the course of 12 months. So if you're interested in that, definitely go check that out. So, okay, once we spend the time to map it out, we have to actually email our list or let our Facebook group know or our Facebook page know. Whatever you have as a way to communicate with your potential customer, uh, you want to 
contact them, all right? Now, email list is the best way that we've found. We also have custom audiences now, so there's another strategy that we've been playing around with, which is actually having a video posted on Facebook. We run an ad to that, and then we can mark and see how long someone has watched a video, 50%, 75%, 100%, and then we can create a retargeting audience out of that. Now, I'm not going to go into that here. That's another way that you can position your offer in front of, you know, warm, you know, uh, prospects because they've consumed your content. So it's another way of doing it. But let's just talk about the email list. Email the list. All right. Deliver content. Don't just run the promotion and then, you know, say buy my stuff. Right. You want to add some content in there, some personality. You want to not just sell. That's the big thing that you need to understand. So many people are like, well, I built this email list because I want to sell stuff. Well, yeah, but you also want to be, you know, you want to be adding value to your marketplace because that's what's going to stand out. Everyone's trying to sell stuff, right? That's a big, big thing that you can do that a lot of businesses are not doing. They're just selling, right? We don't want to be like that. So email the list, deliver some value, deliver a little bit of personality. That's always good. And, uh, and yet, then yeah, promote. Like they they expect it this time of the year too, by the way, right? And now they also expect that everyone's going to be doing it. So be a little bit different. You can even joke around about it and say, you know, yeah, I'm sure you're probably getting hit over the head with offer after offer after offer. Well, instead, here's what I want to do. I want to actually give you some value and show you X, Y, Z, you know, like something like that. Like have an email that goes out with no promotion, and then you can weave another one in in another email. Every email does not have to be a promotion, okay? But when you do have a promotion, you want to get behind that and you want to let your list know about it. Let them know about it. You're, you're doing them a favor by giving them 25% off or buy two, get one at 50% off. Whatever you want to do, it's still a value add to them as long as you're truly giving them value, all right? So again, you need to email the list. You need to let them know about it, all right? Now, the other thing, and this is one of the last things that uh, I'm going to discuss here because this one here is really powerful. It takes a little bit of time if you've already done a little bit of the prep work, all right? And what I mean by this is you need to be building connections. You need to be building out your network in your market, in your niche, okay? Because when you are ready to amp things up, maybe like Black Friday or maybe like uh, fourth quarter, uh, you can reach out to those people, and if you have an audience, and you have a you know you have a, a way to reach your audience and the market, and they sell something similar to yours, or you sell something similar to theirs. I don't mean like competing products. I mean like you're not going to sell you know the fishing boat, right? But you are selling the fishing poles, right? So if that was the case, that'd be a good match. Now we just recently landed a connection with a Facebook group, someone that has a Facebook group, over 250,000 members in that group. And, uh, you know, my partner reached out and made a connection and they asked, they asked us to do a Facebook live. Now this was just the other day, actually yesterday as the time that I'm recording this. And we've seen about a 20% uptick in sales, but here's the other cool thing. They actually asked us if we would want to come on once a week. Did you just hear what I said? Once a week, we can get in front of their audience of 250,000 people in a Facebook group and we don't have to pay for it. We just got to show up and deliver value because that's what they want. They just want someone to come in and be a contributor to their Facebook group 
Now, they don't sell any products. They don't even have any products for sale, right? Now, they can be an affiliate for our product all day long, and that would be great, right? Or anyone else's for that matter. So that was a connection that was created because my partner reached out, made a connection, and now we have that connection in our back pocket. And guess what? We're going to be able to leverage that, you know, now and into the future, which is great. So we get to build our email list bigger. We get to sell more product. We get to get people that are going to come over and check out our Facebook page, our Facebook group, maybe our YouTube channel, like all of that stuff. So now they're going to, they're going to kind of come into our world. And then from there, you know, we're going to be able to communicate with those people. And we have that great connection that allowed us to go into that group, but we had to add value. And that's one connection. Imagine having three or four of these connections, like you're leveraging someone else's audience. Huge. All right. Huge opportunity out there. So even if you don't have a connection right now, you need to do the outreach. You need to establish the people that are in your market right now that already have an audience. How can you get in front of their audience without saying like, Hey, can I get in front of your audience? Hey, can I put a special out so I can go ahead and capitalize on your audience? Like, no, just would you mind if I contributed to your Facebook group or page? You know, I would love to help your audience. You want me to jump onto a Facebook live, answer questions, like just be helpful. Like that's it. Like no ask. And then from there, it'll just kind of happen. All right. And that's the best way to do it. All right. So definitely give that a shot. I would, again, consistently be doing outreach and just constantly be looking in your market for who has a group or a page or a channel that you could potentially get in front of their audience. Okay. That's the quickest way to get in, you know, getting in front of you know, or your, your brand, getting in front of a large audience. Okay. Now, whether that's 5,000 people or 250,000 people, it doesn't matter. Those are people right in your market. All right. All right. So let me just kind of talk a little bit about the benefits here of everything that we're doing right now. And, you know, you can take it or leave it for, for what it's worth, but here's what we're doing. So number one, Building a bigger list, like I said, not just to have a bigger list, but to have a better segment of the market over time, all right? And that we're doing with email. We're also doing it with Facebook custom audiences that we're building by posting videos and then running ads to those videos. And then after they watch 50% or more, they get put into a custom audience, which we can retarget later. So it's kind of like you're building an audience from Facebook by how much they engage and watch your content or engage with your content, all right? Number two, building a bigger Facebook group of our own and page, okay? Because again, if we have our own group, we can leverage it anytime we want. Our page is really cool because we can share from the page. And that's one thing that I see a lot of people not doing. They just start off with a group. I would always start with a page because if you're going to run ads, you're going to need a page. And then from there, post on the page and share to your group this way here, that post or that video or whatever you're, you're putting into your group can be shared. All right. Uh, Number three, more traffic to our blog, which means that we also have a way now to leverage that traffic, whether that's getting more email uh, subscribers, whether we have more sales to our products or the most recent thing, because we hit a milestone. We, we were over 70,000 unique visitors and I believe over a hundred thousand page views on our blog. Okay. Because of all the work that we've done in the past 18 months, we're now running ad thrive on our blog. Now ad thrive is a 
ad network, and it's based off of impressions, not just clicks. AdSense is based off of clicks. They do have an impression model. It's very, very low. Um, there's also another one called Media Vine. And as of recording this right now, we started running it about two, maybe two and a half weeks ago. All right. And we had a little bit of a hiccup. We, uh, we installed AdThrive, which is actually a plugin in WordPress, and then it feeds the ads um, to the, you know, to the uh, person that's on the page. Okay. So it's tailored to that person. Uh, and then what happens is, uh, you know, they will identify that there's been a page view and then you get paid so much, um, for, it's not just a one page view. It's like per thousand. Okay. And, uh, we had a little bit of a hiccup because our theme on WordPress was not doing well with the ad drive plugin. So because of that, we had to switch themes, and then we also had to switch our host uh, over to a more dedicated. It wasn't, we didn't switch the host itself, we switched our package, and that was a whole cluster, all right, and uh, Chris spent uh, probably two days um, with support, and then, you know, doing some some back-end switching, you know, plugins, and it was just, it was a mess, so we lost about two days. Even though we lost two days, okay, now we're back up and running, we are over $550 that we made through running ads on our blog from the traffic that we have in about two weeks, okay? So we're on pace to do $1,000, and my goal is to get that up to about two to $4,000, which means we're going to need more traffic, which means we need to build our email list, we need to build our Facebook presence, like we need to do all that stuff, maybe some YouTube stuff, which we've also started to dabble with, and uh, we have over 600 subscribers there already, and we have some videos that are getting, you know, uh, views of over three to 4,000 starting to work. Uh, we actually started that a while ago, then we stopped and now we're back on the bandwagon. So, because now we, we feel it's time to do that. So these are just some things again, that we're doing and that, that we're evolving with, but we're also diversifying the brand. All right. Now the fourth thing is more affiliate commissions. Okay. Again, more traffic comes in, the more chances people can click on one of our links on our blog, which could be our product, but also could be related products that we are recommending. Okay. Cause we don't sell them yet. All right. Uh, kind of like if I'm selling fishing gear, I might be mentioning a kayak. I don't sell kayaks, but why not send them to Amazon where the kayak can be purchased and I would get a small cut of that. Okay. And that's kind of how that, that works. And we're doing okay there. I think last month we were over $700, $600, something like that. Um, we've had a few months that we were over a thousand, Nice little side revenue, not bad. Um, and the more traffic we get, that number should increase, okay? Um, number five, more sales on and off Amazon. So again, we can take this, this traffic and these, these people on our list and our Facebook page and these, these connections that we're making, the networking that we're doing with other groups, and we can get more sales on Amazon, which is also going to increase our ranking, right? Because if we get more sales, as long as we're optimized, then we can go ahead and we can get more traffic on Amazon. Who doesn't want that? And then also we can get sales off of Amazon through our Shopify site, which we've just finally got that dialed in, um, or we can do it through an email promotion and then fulfill it ourselves through a through third party, um, or even just fulfill it right through Amazon. We just wouldn't pay the advertising fee. Um, so that's some other advantages and some benefits. All right. And then the last thing, number six is more connections for future promotions and list building to have that leverage. All right. So these are all things that we're focusing on, but we didn't start here. We didn't like say, okay, we got to do all this stuff because then it would have been overwhelming and we wouldn't have done anything. 
We started with basically the market selected. Then we established three products that we thought we could launch. And then from there, we, we went and sourced one of them. As that was being sourced, we started to build an email list. And then from the email list, we started publishing content on a blog. And then we started driving people there. And then once our product was in stock, we let people know about the product. And we basically boosted our sales. And then we got ranked. And then Amazon took over and started ranking our product. And we just repeated that process you know, over the past 18 to 20 months. All right. And now you can see what's happening, right? It's not an overnight success, right? Nothing is. And anyone that's telling you that I would argue with them that that's not the case, right? It's not winning the lottery. All right. So you need to understand that we're building something here that is not just an Amazon business air quotes. All right. I'm doing the air quotes. You can't see me, but we're not just building an Amazon business. I love Amazon. I love how they give us this opportunity to launch our products very easily and get up and running fast, but we do not want to depend on that. All right. We do not want to depend on that. And uh, you're going to hear me talk a lot about this uh, moving into 2019 and beyond. We want to future proof our business. That's what we want to do. The other cool thing is, is when we do this, We are also going to be attracting better buyers for our brand if we choose to sell it, right? Because we are diversified. We have other streams of traffic and revenue and, you know, ways to sell on and off of Amazon, all of that stuff. So think about future-proofing your business, okay, by doing what we have done. Take what you want, leave what you, you know, what you don't want and, and just move on, but just do something. Take action, as I always say, right? If you do not you know, do anything, if you, if you don't actually take those action steps, you're never going to be able to, to get anywhere. Right. And yeah, in the beginning, it's tough going, you know, you got to grind a little bit and that's part of it, but you got to grind at work too, right. To advance up the corporate ladder, right. You got to do stuff that you necessarily didn't want to do, right. You got to work hard. We all got to work hard, right. I think when you work hard, good things happen and you learn a ton through that process. All right. But just remember, You want to future-proof your business, so this way here, you can have something solid, something you can be proud of, something that could be worth even more than just having something that's a widget, and you're selling it on Amazon, and you have this trend that you're riding, and then it disappears, and you're basically back to square one. Like, why do that? That's why I always say we need to start with the market in mind, and then we niche down in that market. We find products that they want, that they are looking for, and then we also see what they're also searching for, for, for uh, you know, lessons or content to help them and teach them. Like, that's the magic. That's the stuff that really allows you to build this type of future-proof business, in my opinion. This, again, is only my opinion. Now, I've been doing this for a long time, not just this e-commerce thing. I've been building online businesses and offline businesses for a while now, over 15 years. And to me, it it still comes down to those core principles, right? Find your market, okay? Serve that market, get them to know, like, and trust you by delivering value to them. And then from there, once you build that bond, you can very easily sell those people, all right? It's very, very simple if you think about it like that, all right? 
So again, if you are interested in joining me in TAS Breakthrough U, where we can actually dive really deep in this, and this is what we're going to be focusing on in the new year and beyond, we've got some really cool trainings that are going to be delivered only inside of TAS Breakthrough U. Um, if you're interested in joining me inside there, head on over to theamazingseller.com forward slash training. That's where I'll be also showing up twice a month on a live Q&A call, hot seat call, and uh, we'll be, uh, you know, we'll be there, myself, Chris Schaefer, um, to answer any questions that you have going through this process. All right, I really want you to win here. I really, truly do. All right, guys, so that's it. That is going to wrap up this special fourth quarter kickoff, and uh, hopefully you, uh, you got some things here that you're going to act on, that you're going to go out there and take some action and, and implement, and really just go out there and crush this time of the year, no matter if it's in the summer. If you're listening to this in July, well, you know what? Crush the summer. Crush whatever time of year it is. You can always be working on building your brand and, and really strengthening it as the year goes on. All right, so guys, that is it. That is going to wrap up this episode. Remember, as always, I'm here for you. I believe in you, and I am rooting for you. But you have to. You have to. Come on, say it with me. Say it loud. Say it proud. Take action. Have an awesome, amazing day. I'll see you right back here on the next episode. Now get out there and take action.